yesterday evening. We saw Mad Max Fury Road. So fantastic. Yeah. Got to talk about it. Now, we saw it last night. My erection has not gone away yet. The warning label on the pills, I think, say if it's been four hours and the erection's still there, you got a problem. <laughs> I, this is really like 16, 17 hours now going on. It's been a while. That erection's while. still there. Maybe if I watch it a second time, maybe then I'll get tired enough that it'll start to subside. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just I haven't seen a movie with cars just looking absolutely insane. Man, the hell with that. I just haven't seen a movie that just had me that damn pleased. It's like, I know what I paid to see, and then you walk in the theater and you leave feeling like you've been mugged, but you shrug your shoulders and you figure that's the best you're going to get. That's that's Hollywood these days. But you look I, at this movie. This is creativity, thought. You have people who are making props that would actually make you stop and say, damn, that guy is that guy is doing a job I can't do. Look at those props. That's awesome. I, you don't I, see that these days. Yeah. 15 minutes of the movie, I wasn't too much interested in it because I was having problems with those flashbacks he was getting. But the yeah. thing is that right after that, the movie became very interesting. One, because I'm trying to figure out what the hell is happening here. Yeah, that, you know? that, was a good, that was a good exactly. point. Was, and yeah. then they start showing the vehicles. And I said, they put Mad Max 1979 and they shoot him in fucking steroids, man. You see, this is what happens when you see a really good movie. You're so eager to get into it and debate about it. Let me Let me start with the plot for you. Okay, I'm fucking jazzed. All right, the world is fucked. Why? We don't know. It's not important. It is the way it is, and you deal with it or you die. So Max is sitting there minding his own business. He gets in his car. He drives. Immediately, some guys say, hey, look, there's a dude that doesn't have, like, a tree growing out of his neck or something. So he's, he's probably good for parts. Same way you get parts for a tree. So they snatch him up. Uh, they tie him up in there, and he's pretty much finished. Now, you got some other people say, hey, big boss man has his tribe. You know, he, he's basically keeping them compliant by giving them water. You got to send some people off to do a standard trade that they do. He's going to trade water for uh, gas and bullets. But his chief lieutenant, when they go off, says, you know, fuck this. This guy's an ass. And she basically takes off. He's going to send out his people, go get this broad back, make what's wrong right. And, of course, Max is dragged along only because he is a movable catalyst for spare parts basically blood he, instead of getting a bunch of big blood bags why not just go straight to the source just hook his ass up to an iv strap him to the outside of a car and let's go which is just fucking awesome yeah, so amazing. so they go out there and all of his warriors believe heavily in norse mythology they believe they're going to go to valhalla and they're going out there and uh max you know he's just like i, I don't even want to be here i, I want to leave just i'm just gonna you know rip these people off and take off but he gets dragged in and due to his psychosis and uh, the post-traumatic stress disorder, looks like there's some guilt in there. He decides to help these people go to this uh, promised land. And uh, I, I can't tell you any more than that without getting into spoiler territory. But in Mad Max fashion, it 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 doesn't go as planned. You know, if, if you watch the previous Mad Max movies, it's about a guy who doesn't want to be there. And you're not so much fixated on the guy as you are fixated on the world that he lives in and how he deals with that. And that's what this, that's the main crux of the movie. The plot is nothing but a mechanism to get you into a point where you can just sit here and marvel at it and say, man, this society is fucked up. And the hijinks ensue. Roll I was, credits. I was trying to figure <laughs> out which one is the main actor in here. Perfect balance between Tom, Charlie's. Charlie's Theron. Yeah. yeah. It just like back and forth, back and forth. Well, the reason great. there's a that. the reason there's that perfect balance is, is because of the the writing, the writing which is yes. something a lot of directors yeah. get wrong. The whole thing is if you're trying to convince people that this guy doesn't want to be here, 
He's only going to get as much screen time as he has to get. Yeah. It's like every ounce of screen time that you give him is him trying to leave. Yeah. And it's like nobody's going to be interested in the guy that's trying to leave because he already made his point. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Try so you're going to kind of like reminds me when I was watching Cyborg. Right. With Van Damme. Barely lines on him. Right. It's like you, you understand what his point is in being there. And his point in being there is not to convey some sort of a story to you. Mad Max wanted to fucking leave. He, he, I yeah. got that from the first five minutes of the show. Leaving. I was like, I mean, this motherfucker doesn't want to be here. I, he barely I wouldn't got mind that. leaving with her. He had yeah. barely like three paragraphs of dialogue. This bro was showing up with like, what is it, four supermodels? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I like that too. She's showing up with four supermodels and Max is like, you know what? I can get pussy. I mean, I, I, I can show up with a canteen full of water and get all the vagina I want. I this ain't this worth my life. I want to get out of here. Full of gasoline. <laughs> yeah. All mother's milk. Yeah. Water. And I have like, what, five, five or six chicks on me? Yeah. yeah. Quite nice. It was, it was great. To me, the biggest high point of the movie, and there's so many different things to say this movie was awesome. It's the creativity, the design, you know, the, the plot was good. The plot, I would say was better than average, but it's like, goddamn, every scene, really I saw something fun. that made me want to jump up out of my seat and like, this is, wow, look at that. They really I want to go out a, there and build some of they that really stuff. Made a great job in the environment. Because everything was entangled with each other. It, everything was handmade, it seems. Because oh, yes. once the 3D came in, everything like, looked like it crap. So, it was so it noticeable. Was great. It was like, wow. But uh, the monster trucks, all the cars are like so elaborately yeah. designed. All the trucks, all the. It, it was like, wow. Like, you don't really get to see this kind of creativity out there, which is unusual. For me to see a movie that makes me want to go out and start the apocalypse because I already know what I'm going to be doing. I mean,. By all means, I wouldn't be Max. I that ain't gonna happen. I'm, I'm a realist. You, that wouldn't that would be, be me. A mechanic nightmare. Oh, yeah, you gotta I, fix that truck over there. You gotta fix these. Oh, nah. Nah, I I I'd probably I'd <laughs> probably be myself. one of I don't the uh, be a mechanic in that world. Yeah, I'd probably be one of the retard sons. The uh, <laughs> the main dude. You be you be sitting down in your wheelchair and looking at. Yeah, the I'd be the I'd be the gimpy dude, and I'd accept the fact that I'm the gimpy dude, and it's like you know, just go out and fight for Valhalla. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Ray's gonna be one gimp. of those pole dancers. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, they had some guys hanging from poles, and it was, and they were going back and forth, and that's how they fight all the cars. So the vehicles. Well, that's that's that awesome because the whole thing is there's so little technology. If the technology is not something that can be run with gears it's and like pulleys and gasoline, there's there's it ain't gonna work. So it's like, hey, how do we get around doing this? Oh, you know what? Let's put these motherfuckers on poles and have them bounce back and forth. <laughs> oh, man. And it's like, love- it's like, hey, do you really think that's going to help us in the fight? Well, do you think some dude's going to walk around and say we need to defend ourselves against guys with poles coming out of fucking cars? No, no one's going to say that. So that means this is a good fucking idea. Let's do it. No one's going to have any defenses for it. And let's make it happen. I think the best part of the parts of the scenes is where you see the rolling band truck with the uh, guitarist and the oh, very, very, very important because you have to incentivize the men. You got to have the war music. If if you're convincing them that they're warriors on their way to see Valhalla, you need that that heart pounding action in the background. It's funny to see that because they had this like mutated guitar player. Who was just strapped in there, and the guitar was like blowing freaking fire out of the side. Yeah, but thing is, you're sitting there watching the music, and you look at the fucking guitar player, and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting pumped. Yeah, I would jump in my car and fucking wreck that shit out <laughs> if I'm driving next to a dude with a double-headed guitar breathing fucking flames. I would wreck my car jamming and trying to keep up with it. I don't even know what the, where the fuck he's going. I don't know what he's yeah. doing. I'm gonna wreck my car up trying to keep up with that dude, and I'm gonna jam it out. 
this, this I can see it. I, I can feel it. it. It's good. This cast, one of the sons, Nathan Jones. I mean, this guy hasn't been in anything notable in such a long time that I could possibly remember. Well, it, the thing is, uh, it's not so much that he hasn't been in, in anything. Oh, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, uh, this Nathan Jones guy, he plays, uh, the guy has uh, three sons, or was it four? No, it's, it's three. three. One of them's a gimpy dude with no barely any arms and legs. One of them is a marksman. And then the third one is he's big and strong and stupid as shit. Think of, think of uh, Master Blaster. The Master was gimped up, so he couldn't go nowhere, so he stayed home. He was the intelligent one. And the Blaster was out there uh, trying to rip shit up and beat Max up. And that's him. And I like the fact that it says, you know what? You're a big fellow. I've seen some of the movies you're in before. You're not going to talk. No, you're not. You're not going to talk. No, he, no. He said, you're not going to talk. You're going to get there. And when you do your thing, when you're smashing heads or ripping people apart, you're going to do it with enough passion that I, the audience is going to get it. They're going to see it. And that worked just fine. Matter of fact, I don't think any of the sons had any real lines. No. You know, you know, the, even uh, Nicholas Holt, which I was looking at him, is like, is that Beast on screen? Is that Beast? I mean, oh, he has yeah, a shaved head. He has a shaved head. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Beast. Shit. I was like, I've seen him somewhere. I just can't. That freaks me out now. I'm thinking about him. I'm thinking about his eyes. It was a very homoerotic thing to say. Secure. But it's it's very... Now it frightens me. That <laughs> was beast. Wow. Yeah, I was like, man. You know, it's, it, it coughed me on cars because I just could not put my finger on it who that was. Um, he looks like an insane, an insane character here with his mouth sprayed silver. And he's like, he wants to go to Baja. I mean... Yeah, Yo, what's up with them spraying their mouth? Oh, that's no, see, that's beautiful what's because that? What was that? because Silver what's paint? the what's the height? I'm sure you've you've driven through the ghetto on your way to a Starbucks, and uh, you've probably seen you know cars. The height of the cars, the big wheels, you have to have it chromed out. Now, as anyone will tell you, if you have your car in a very arid environment, any sort of chrome or waxing or whatever will just it'll just eat the shit out of that. So that's something you definitely wouldn't see. And it's post-apocalyptic environment. So the chrome is still prized. But with them, they're spraying the chrome on her face to get them pumped up. Like, I'm going to go to Valhalla looking like a baller. You know, I got, I got, I'm chromed up. I'm going to go to Valhalla looking like a baller. And I don't know, maybe they'll have cars that bounce. I don't think they know about that in, in this apocalyptic I think I'm going to try that tonight. Yeah. Uh, do you have a can of paint over here? Yeah, yeah, five yeah, or yeah. Six. I, I keep several cans in the back. They had five or six women Medicinal here purposes. that, that Zoe Kravitz, uh, Rosie mm-hmm. Huntington, uh, Riley Kale, as I guess that's how you say it, and Abby Lee. Well, these, um, the, oh, by the way, these are the, the wives of the warlord that went out there. It's like they're, he wants to have healthy children. And so he finds like the, the last five healthy women you can find so that he can impregnate them at will and actually have healthy children. Yeah. Because, you know, let's call a spade a spade. His kids are fucking retards. Yeah. All of them. I mean, even the gimpy one is really smart, but it's like, look at this fucker. He, what's he going to do? You know, someone's going to come over and push over his high chair and that's it. My my empire's been dethroned. So he wants to have good, healthy children. And he has these girls and his lieutenant, who is this hardcore female, is like, you know. Yeah, played by Sherry Stone. Yeah, fuck this. This is not right. You're just, you're just having them as sex slaves, and ha-ha, I fooled you by making you think I'm loyal to you. I'm taking these broads out of here. They're going to be free, which is great. Uh, which brings me up uh, to another point. Uh, someone was saying, you know, how there's uh, you know, a lot of the whole social justice warrior movement. They want movies with strong, powerful women, 
and, and women you who much are, get that in here. No, you you absolutely get that. But the thing is, it's not shoehorned in. I mean, it it makes sense. The the whole thing is not here. I'll I'll give you an example uh, while still not going too much into spoiler territory. So I don't think I'll be giving anything away. They're trying to go and find these women. This, what is it the sisterhood? What's it called? The sister, whatever. It, it's a bunch of women that are on oh. their own. Now, this is a world in which, you know, if you want something, you beat someone over the head uh, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, take yeah, the it. Sisterhood. They were at a place that had men. The men all went off, got killed. And it's like, well, what do we do? We need to survive. Uh, how do men survive in this world? They find someone with some stuff and they take it. They're like, look, we're all women. We can't do that. Let's be realistic. So they say, you know what? We're going to find our stuff. We're going to grow our stuff. You know, we're going to plant, fertilize the soil. We'll live that way. We will use a guile and trickery to get around the men. And that's created women that are self-sufficient enough to say, you know what? We actually don't need men. We don't have to do things this way. We'll get pregnant. If we end up with a male child, we'll, we'll barter it off for what we need. We get a female child, we'll keep it. And it works. And the thing is, the lieutenant is from this place. She was captured at a young age, but because she's she was raised in an environment that shows that women can survive on their own and not live the same way men live, that it's possible. And yeah. she, that, and that's what, what gave her her strength. And she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Now, normally you would have the strong female role shoehorned in and it's like, Oh yeah. Why is this woman going to go and take off? Cause she's just a badass. And I'm like, dude, you're in a world where guys, where guys grow giant tumors out of their necks, yeah. paint faces on them and joke about it. I, mean, I don't. I don't think this is a a balanced platform. It's very. We scary. can talk about a balance of the sexes, but let's be real, man. If, if you're not big enough to crush somebody's skull in because you like his shoes, I don't think you're quite gonna make it. But they showed, hey, these women found a different way. They made it. They were independent. They're strong. They're not afraid of anyone. Yeah, the the, the women that they were chasing after lived a cloistered life. But once they tasted freedom, they're like, I'm going to fight and I'm going to kill. I'm not going to be very good at it, what? but I'll do what I have to do. They taste freedom? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, 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 what? Taste the mother's milk of freedom. I have I a, like actually that. problem with that scene, though. You know, it's like uh, when they actually meet them, there's a naked woman on this tower. So what? Yeah, it's called bait. See, spoiler right oh. there. See, uh, well, too late now. You fucked up the movie. Oh, shit. Thanks, James. I can clear. I can clear. I can clear. Uh, too no, late now. It's okay. It's all right. It's too late. Uh, yeah. She was bait, pretty much. That's it. That's how. That's they how they survive. That, they that's can't the thing. Go though. out and ride and do some hardcore stuff. Yeah. Because well, no, not just that. It's because they're women. <laughs> they're I mean, women. I, I'm yeah. I'm not saying I personally believe that women yeah. are weaker, but I'm like, look, if you're gonna put me in an it's environment, it's like, look, uh, the only way you're gonna survive is by killing the next guy, ripping him open, bathing in his blood, and getting all the other guys to submit. A guy is gonna thrive in that. It's like yeah. I've been trained for that I mean, since I was getting my ass beat by my I've, older I've brother when I was a child. That's that's what I was raised up. For <laughs> God knows how long, and I see this tower, and then you see this naked saying, Help, help. Just oh, say, it's a trap. It's a trap. He killed the cat. Satisfaction brought him back. There you go. It's a trap, but I'm intrigued to see furthermore. No, no, Max was like, No, keep driving. <laughs> if, the, if the bride wasn't like, No, 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 they do this. This is this is where we want to be. It's like you can tell Max is a guy of experience. It, it oh, a, a naked woman all by herself, perfectly good for breeding stock, just sitting up here. In the middle of the desert, no one took her. Apparently, someone decided to put her up there and leave. Okay, very convenient. No, it's a fucking trap. Well, Keep driving. Well, well I'm very <laughs> so. impressed by George Miller coming back after 30 years of uh, directing and writing yeah. the first few. Yeah. What was what was uh, some of the more notable things he's done in the past? Something we we would know of. Uh, Happy Feet. Are you, are you fucking? He kidding produced me? it. Yep. I mean, did eh. the penguins kill anybody? I didn't see that movie. 
Oh, well. Bruce Babe picking the city. Um, Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. I mean, uh, he did Babe. Yeah. You know, Bruce Babe. From he's got a dark side, you could say. Uh, I mean, I mean who a, who goes from making Happy Feet and Babe to Mad Max? Yeah, you know, it's he's got a he's very versatile. I mean, like, yeah, I've done the talking, the talking pig, and the dancing happy penguins. The next logical step uh, is to have some titties. No, you know the thing is, and people getting gutted. You know, he produced a lot of great things. Uh, he produced things that made money. You know, that's what Hollywood's about. Produced a lot. Well, the guy did a bang up job. Do you think it'd be fair to call this a sequel or a reboot of the original? I uh, call it a reboot. I okay, so it's, well, I'm saying, do they would they junk, acknowledge just... all the other stuff that happened, or would they say that stuff never happened? If you spoke to Max, it was like, hey, remember when you were fighting that that midget on top of the big strong guy, and when you fought the guy who was called the leader? Would Max look at you and say, what the fuck are you talking about? Or would he be like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was Tuesday. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was like, that no. Would, I had a yeah. nightmare like that. No. Yeah, okay. I don't so, want to talk so, about it. I had a nightmare like that. All right, so then that was it's a remake then. Yeah, I I think exactly. this would be a remake. It's it's good either way. It's good. It works, especially when you take a movie and you're basically just making a sequel that only people who are huge fans of the I original would go see. Absolutely not a fan of remakes because last yeah. time I was there, somebody put like fucking turtles on my face. Oh yeah, and. I, I was raped, man. Um, Brendan McCarthy was, uh, and also he's got credits on writing, and he's done some storyboard work for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which movie. one? The movie. Oh, the only one that mattered. Yes, mean? yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. That's kind of work. He's worked on reboot, and you mean, know what? I like Be- that. Because of this, Matt, Matt, I don't know, maybe it was a fluke, but this director has, uh, he's done the golden, he's gotten the golden chalice of making me look at his work now. So whenever something else comes out, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you a good look. I mean, I know Babe and Happy Feet and all. They made their money, so yeah. he knows what he's doing. I think this guy, this guy just may be the chosen one, the director that you know that we need, not the director that we deserve, the director that we need. It's just nothing but pure testosterone, mayhem, action, constantly going. You just do not get a break. You're on a roller coaster ride, and it's going up. From the first five minutes that I saw the movie, it had me by the scrotum. You know you're in a good movie when the guy sitting two seats to over says, God damn, and he starts shaking his chair. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. That was just me. I didn't didn't know someone else was feeling that way. Guys enjoying it just as much as I am. I'm kind of very happy about that. I I think after seeing it, do do you think we should score it now? Because otherwise, we're just going to sit here having a circle jerk all day. I think we've made the point. You, on, the my scale, on my scale, um, I was going to give it a six-pack. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a, a, a black label Jack Daniels for that Ooh, movie. I like that. Man. You know? A black label. I, mean, I, yeah, I can't afford it, but I'll happily, black label. I'll happily black go to someone label. else's house and drink it. I can yep. afford that. Yeah. I would say um, I haven't figured out how we're going to score these, but I, I'm going to give it my very top score. I'm going to say I want this movie to impregnate me. Oh wow! That's gonna be my my wow. scoring just, mechanism. You know, I want it to impregnate me. You're just gonna bend over and grab the ankles gladly, sure. and I will thank it for you the know, opportunity how, to do so. Who's gonna do the honors? The director, the actor, which well, one? I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 easy like Sunday morning, man. Uh, I just I'll, <laughs> I'll take what comes my you way. You know what? Is. I'll take sympathy on you, and I have all the girls just rape you, just reverse gangbang on you on this oh, movie. Snooze, snooze. No, no, snooze, snooze. I refuse. You know why? Because this is a movie for men. Oh, well, that's true. 
having sex with a woman would be seen as weak. You know, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it, the other movies that came out this week was Pitch Pitch Perfect 2. You had all the women going into one theater. You had all the men going into the other. What the hell is that? Exactly. No. Did you see it to your wife? <laughs> I was just I was just being observant that most of the women were going into Pitch Perfect 2. And then so you didn't? And then going into Mad Max. All right. So you... I already know what your rating is. Don't even bother. You just you love it. Yeah, I mean, there's only one little thing that I had a little uh, pet peeve with. It was the uh, the speed ups on the camera. I, mean, I didn't have a problem with that. I, I, the the thing is, they wanted to make it look life and death, and realistically, uh, because they were in an enclosed area, they were in a cave. Um, for him to run fast enough to make it seem really life and death, he'd have probably yeah. fucking killed himself. In some movies, smash into would a wall silly. or something. In some movies, this would look silly, but this movie had it like okay with it. I, I was okay with it. I had no problem yeah, with it. Uh, that are made by Michael Bay. Oh, Jesus. That Jesus. do that shit, and it's shit on my fight. <laughs> Out on Michael Bay. Oh, my God. Not so much because he makes shit movies, but because he makes shit movies you based know, on he, my childhood. In, in my heart, I think he's a good director. He, no. The problem is... He needs a reality check. You, you no, get to no, the problem like is, Buddy Piper, no, the problem is, he's, check, a, he's a good director, but he has contempt for his audience. You, you, that's the problem. And right. that's I, the problem. I hope he does not touch Thundercats. Oh, he will. Oh, my God. He will. Please. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Thundercats is going to, Mumra is going to be looking at shit and make it blow up, and he's going to be uh, fucking. Mumra is going to be a robot. Yeah. And you, there's going to be, uh, what's the black Thundercat, Panthro? Is he blue? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he blue? No, um, I would score this a must see. Yeah, but tell us how you really feel. Yeah, we, we all—that was a given. We all know what's. I a mean, um, I'd pay to see this thing three times. That's and you will pay to see it three times because you you just do that. You know, I'll look at the numbers and what it did on the weekend, and I'm like, man, I gotta help this movie out because it's that good. I want to go see it. That's, that's how good. This that's is. the way it should be. That's the way it should be. The editing was tight. The script was tight. The the acting was appropriate for okay well balanced and uh george miller took very good care in uh in everything from production to editing to sound was fantastic uh there's really not much to say how good this movie is yeah i'm gonna get it on blu-ray and uh it's a must on blu-ray i'll get it on blu-ray and, and all will be right with the world i'll show it i'll show it to whichever kids i decide to keep once I eventually spread my seed, and we'll watch it. We'll we'll watch it, and it'll be good times. All right. Till next time, guys. This is uh, the fellas. Yeah, just some random guys that yeah. found a mic set that fell off a truck. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a robot. Yep. Apparently yeah. so. All right. God doesn't like you.